Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to The Spooky Hour. I was going to do a Christmas one, but I could not think of a single Christmas song in that moment. Jingle bells. Um, That's all I've got. I like how she's like, I can't figure anything out, but... She's sitting here in a fucking Christmas sweater. I am sitting here in a Christmas sweater. We had our company lunch thing today and it was ugly sweater. So I don't love Christmas, but I love a theme. I think I've said this before. If anybody has a theme for anything, I will adhere to said theme. Yeah. Even if it's Christmas. But you go really hard on themes and you always try to make it like spooky. So her, her, her sweater has like a skull on it with a christmas hat and it's it's pretty badass yeah it's, it's my awesome. favorite one you own to be honest i do, do you want to know why i own so many it's not because of me at all it's because of you <laughs> <laughs> so uh danielle's birthday is next week on december 21st I'm and uh because it's so close to christmas she, i don't know if you did this on purpose or if it just happened but we always end up doing an ugly sweater party i think for her ti- birthday yeah, one time we had like a, a christmas party it was like a friend christmas party but then it was like my birthday and it was the only time we could do both so we kind of combined it and ever since then it's just been like yeah it just stuck and like i can't wear the same sweater two years in a row so i buy a new one every year because she does it every year and so yeah i have (laughs) i have a large christmas sweater collection i've got like a few do you know you own more than i do probably yeah i have two and i threw one of them out so i have one (laughs) i do want to get a new one for next year yeah. Uh, because I feel like I've I've worn out. I I got a really funny one last year that said I bless the rains down in Africa, but rains was spelled R E I N S and had like little reindeer all over it. That one was good. But yeah, I think I need a new one. I think it's time to retire the skull one. Can we get matching ones? <gasps> yes. Let's do it. I don't know why, but we'll figure something we'll out. Do like a spooky skeleton Christmas vibe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. This was from uh, Look Human, I think. One of those like weird Instagram things that you're like Mm. not sure if it's going to come what you ordered, but it did. So, yay. Are you going to steal my credit card information? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter. I got a cool sweater. Um, But yeah, so that's that's what I'm wearing. I'm festive as fuck today. I'm talking about a slightly festive murder again today. And by that, I mean, mean, literally, it just happened in December. (laughs) It it works. It works. I was telling Danielle, it's kind of hard to do a Christmas one because like, no murder's fun. No murder is, like, good to talk about. But it's, like, the only ones I've seen are all, like, this guy dresses up as Santa and kills his whole, fa- his whole family. And it's just, like, womp womp. Like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, like, a different murder, even though it's not any better. Yeah. We're not taking <laughs> festive to that level yet. We're not there. I don't. We're still taking it to a level it doesn't need to go to. But that is why you guys are here, right? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> um. So we're just going to get into it, I guess. Do you have anything else to uh i can't speak oh my god no i think i'm good i'm running on like three hours of sleep i've had lots of tylenol and i'm almost done my drink it's been great hell yeah happy friday um well i guess it's monday for you guys but it's friday for us i mean it's always Um, like friday for me technically it's true it's true because you are on leave and i'm kind of jealous but don't want to do the childbirthing part to get it (laughs) (laughs) i don't blame you do you know you can get leave if you adopt too Yay, no, Canada. I did not. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had no idea. Yeah. Um. Wow. So on that note, yeah, sorry. <laughs> let's talk about death. Um. So I'm going to talk about the murder of Joanna Yates. 
Uh, so Joanna was a 25 year old recent graduate with a diploma in landscape architecture. Uh, her Wait, and her boyfriend. I'm guessing it's like gardenscaping. Like that's what oh, I got out of it. Okay, I was like, think, I'm like, I don't get it. I'm just really dumb, you guys. I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm just stupid. I, I can't confirm that I'm correct. If that makes you feel any better, this is just what I'm guessing. It makes it because you have like arch architecture. I can't even fucking say it. <laughs> and then it's like landscaping, and I'm like, how much? How much can you do with a hill? Like, there's not much to it. <laughs> I wonder if it's like golf courses. Oh, maybe. Or do you think there's like a special go- golf course architect? God, this is getting this, this is getting bad. This is so bad already. <laughs> If anyone knows, help help us out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Joanna and her boyfriend Greg, uh, they just moved into their first apartment together in Bristol, England. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Bristol? I think I think that's correct, yeah. Sounds right. Uh Joanna was described as a lovely, intelligent girl with a close, loving family. Uh her and Greg had been together for a few years now, and he was already talking to her father about asking her to marry him. Uh, it was really looking like she had a bright, successful, and wealthy future ahead of her until she disappeared on December 17th, 2010. Oh my god, that's like um, today. Well, like... Oh shit, it is! the 17th. <gasps> Ooh, weird. Ooh, today, spooky. the day we're recording is December 17th. Weird. Um, 11 years. At, yeah, 11 years. Wow, that's weird. I didn't do that on purpose. I did that math so um, quickly. Everyone be proud. Yeah, you did it faster than I could. So. <laughs> <laughs> clap, clap. <laughs> Um, at 8 p.m. on the evening of December 17th, Joanna was just leaving her local pub to head out on her 20-minute walk home. Uh, her landlord, 65-year-old Chris Jeffries, saw her leaving earlier in the evening with three unknown people, but he did not see her return home. Um, if you're wondering why the fuck is this old man watching her, apparently he was part of like the neighborhood watch, so he was on duty or whatever. That's going to be me. Um, what's that? That's going <laughs> to be, be you, literally. Um Later that evening, she was caught on camera at a local grocery store where she bought a frozen pizza, which was literally me after the bar. Um, And this was the last time Joanna would be seen alive. Two days later, Greg returned home from a weekend away with his friends. Uh, Joanna was not in the apartment when he arrived. And as he he walked around, he started to notice that like her coat, her keys, her wallet and her shoes were all still there. And then he yeah, he noticed the cat litter had not been changed over the weekend and that the cat seemed to not have anything in its bowl. Uh, So he called the police there like on the spot and reported Joanna missing. Sorry, I've talked all day and I have no voice left. This is not going to go well. Um, the investigation officially began on December 21st, 2010. Happy birthday, uh, me. Happy birthday to Danielle, but not to anybody in this case at all. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> police seized Greg's phone and laptop while questioning him because, like, the partner is always the first suspect. Mm-hmm. But they didn't find anything suspicious and he was never ruled a person of interest. Don't be suspicious. Um, Don't. You're so funny. <laughs> I haven't done that in so long. You haven't. And I feel like it's a word I use in every episode because everything's suspicious in a murder. I always hold myself back every time you say it, but at this time I couldn't. So you couldn't. It's fine. Let it out, girl. Um, In their search of her apartment, apartment, investigators noted that there was no sign of the frozen pizza in the apartment. Uh, It didn't really seem important at the time. Like maybe she just ate the whole pizza but they thought it was weird that there was like no leftovers no garbage um this does end up coming up later so that's that's why i said it it wasn't just them being like where's the pizza yeah. um 
fuck, I went too <laughs> Where's far again. the pizza? <laughs> so, unfortunately, their search for Joanna came to a quick close. On Christmas Day, around <gasps> 9 a.m., a couple were out walking their dog when they discovered the body of a young woman lying in the snow on, like, the... You know how, like, highways have, like, a grassy spot, kind mm-hmm. of? So she was found in the snow on one of those. Oh, that's um, really sad investigators believe uh this was joanna because of the clothing description but it took it took a couple of days to confirm the id because the body was like completely frozen um on december 28 2010 the coroner confirms that it was joanna and she had been strangled to death and disposed of at the side of the road uh the saddest part here is that joanna was like nuts about christmas apparently like she was a danielle and uh that's the day her body was found was christmas day and she told her friends the weekend she went missing that she was just going to be baking christmas cookies all day by herself listening to christmas music i just want to hug her that's so sad yeah i hope that you know if there's another side that that's what she's doing on the other side is just baking christmas cookies yeah um which is what i'm doing next week oh boy um with no fuck are you i am making edibles to be quite honest There you go. The, the truth is revealed. You can have some. No, thank you. <laughs> but thanks, though. Uh, with no real leads to go on, investigators began interviewing other tenants in the apartment and the landlord, Chris Jeffries. Uh, Chris repeated what he had told them before, that he had seen Joanna leaving with the three people, and that's all he knew. For You're whatever reason... Chris Jeffries. He is sketchy, but, like, just... We'll, we'll get there okay. um for whatever reason the police requested more time to question chris and he was arrested and taken into custody on december 30th uh the local media had a heyday and within hours chris's face was everywhere with headlines about the quote creepy landlord and quote weird weird old man who watched her so they like pretty much made him a suspect without actually being a suspect because the like, media how- just like took it and ran yeah, I was gonna um, say just because he saw like what kind of evidence do they have to arrest him? He is like a I googled him and he's like a strange looking fellow. Like he's got kind of Albert Einstein esque hair where it's just kind of like you know like he he, he looks odd mm-hmm. I will say and I guess they kind of took that and were like wow look at this creepy weirdo and just ran with it. Um, I was eye rolling. A, if anyone, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they heard your eye roll. <laughs> um, at this point, he wasn't a suspect at all. They just took him and questioned him, and the media was just like, "Ah." Oh. Um, in fact, I mean, are we surprised? It's the fucking media. Like, yeah, especially like the media in England is so different than the media here. Like, they will blatantly smear anybody like i don't i'm not too privy on the whole royal family thing but poor Meghan markle is just like they will literally be like this fucking bitch and like Like, that's the headline (laughs) like they're brutal over there they're fine it's just crazy that the fucking not that like north american is better but like we don't straight up just drag them you know it's not that not that not that bad no um, so he was released on January 4th, 2011 after, in- or I meant 2010, oops, after investigators found nothing of interest during their search uh, of his car in his apartment. His reputation, however, was just absolutely ruined and members of the public still saw him as guilty because his was the only face they could associate with this crime. Uh, the next day, police issued uh, a statement to say that Joanna was missing one single sock from her belongings when her body was found. They were kind of hoping that like, someone would i guess find the sock and be like ah there's this random sock in my house my husband must have killed her or something i don't know but that's literally all they released um it didn't work but luckily something did go in their favor they received a tip from a woman named tanya morrison 
or I believe it's Tanya Morrison, uh, who lived in the unit beside Joanna with her boyfriend, Vincent Tabak. Uh, Tanya told investigators that they were visiting her parents for Christmas when the news broke of Joanna's body being found. Apparently, Vincent reacted very strangely and he was almost acting like stressed out, like he started pacing and like holding his head and stuff. Um, And Mm. it was enough that even her parents noticed a change in his demeanor. Uh, Both Vincent and Tanya had been taken in for questioning, and it was actually Vincent that set the investigators on the landlord. So he told them that he was, like, creepy and suspicious and fed all sorts of, like, lies about his timing. Uh, Like, he said he saw the landlord coming home at 9 p.m. or something to kind Mm -hmm. of, like, point investigators in that direction to look into Chris, the landlord. What a dirtbag. Yeah. So after this call, detectives arrested Vincent on January 21st and began another round of questioning. After poking several holes in his story, Vincent finally cracked and admitted that he killed Joanna. Uh, but it was by accident. I'm of sure course. it was. You Always. just strangle somebody by accident. Literally. Like, yeah. what an idiot. Um, so he claimed that Joanna invited him into her ap- apartment after they bumped into each other on her walk home from the pub. Uh, he thought she was being flirty with him, so he went to kiss her while his girlfriend was literally in the apartment next door. Um, mm-hmm. And she screamed. And he said he put his hands over her mouth to, like, quiet her. And when that didn't work, he was like, I know. I'll hold her neck. Um, And he said he held her. Yeah. He said he held her there for about 20 seconds. And then he realized that she, like, had died in that process. Um, He said that he went into a state of dazed panic and didn't think about calling the police. I wish you guys could see my face right now. Maybe we will do a YouTube channel. Say, like, that was like the most perfect response. <laughs> that was like a, that could have been a meme. Um, instead, he took the pizza out of the oven, turned the oven off, took the pizza and jo- Joanna's body next door to his girlfriend's apartment, and then stuffed her into his car to be tossed at the side of the road. Wait, was and the girlfriend ate home? the pizza. Um, see, that is kind of up in the air. I don't remember if I included this part, but uh, the first time investigators like knocked on their door to question them he like vincent answered all the questions and she was kind of like timid and like standing back and like uh the officer said she had like tears in her eyes almost Mm -hmm. so like i don't know how much she knew at the time but i believe it was new year's day that she called the police because she was finally like okay something's fucking up like he's being weird yeah so i don't know if she saw the body or if she if he just told her or if maybe if he told her like hey i was next door banging her and now she's dead and i didn't do it but like they're gonna think i did it because i was banging her or something yeah you know what i mean so i think she knew something but i don't think we ever find out what she knew okay she's sketchy yeah i was gonna say that's Um, that's suspicious (laughs) (laughs) so obviously most of the story is bullshit but they got enough to arrest and charge him with the murder of joanna gates Uh, While awaiting trial, investigators discovered another side of Vincent. Their search of his belongings led to the discovery of, quote, violent porn and Google searches such as how long does it take to for a body to decompose? And uh, he also looked up the garbage pickup dates in the neighborhood as if he was going to, like, attempt to throw her in one of those large garbage bins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They also discovered that that he had hired several sex workers for himself while his girlfriend was off at work. Um, and all of this was completely unknown to her. There's a, I found an article. It's, it's really sad where it's her dad being interviewed, like his girlfriend's dad. 
Uh, and he talks about how badly Vincent fooled the whole family. Like they thought he was just this great family guy. They were going to get married. He was talking about having kids, but then like he was hiring sex workers and like killing people. And like, you know, he had this whole other side like, to him that they didn't persona. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the article, I can't remember who did it. If I can remember it, I'll post it. It was really good though. And if you're into it, go read it, I guess. Um, on May 5th, Vincent and his team issued a guilty plea to the charge of manslaughter due to the, quote, accidental nature of the killing. Nuh-uh. But, like, Nuh-uh. obviously, obviously that wasn't going to stick. <laughs> the fact that they even tried that. Um, so the trial officially begins on October 4th, 2011, and it took three weeks to conclude. During the trial, it was revealed that Joanna suffered a whopping 43 injuries during the attack, meaning it was accidental not just strangled. the, quote, accident. Yeah. Yeah. like he he basically said that he like held her still for 20 seconds meanwhile she suffered 43 injuries makes total fucking sense what so mean? it was i didn't look into all of the injuries because i don't i don't know i just didn't want to <laughs> straight up yeah but it, it sounds like she had been beaten yeah. basically like it wasn't just this like momentous Accident. you know took 30 seconds to do like i feel like he i don't want to say went in on her but like he he probably did damage yeah um so a pathologist named Dr. Delaney determined the injuries all took place while Joanna was still alive, oh, judging by, like, the bruising and blood patterns, I guess. Yeah. Um, she had a bloody nose, which, like, I guess you wouldn't get a bloody nose after you died. Um, so these, uh, she determined that all of these injuries could not occur if the heart had stopped beating. Um so that threw the fucking accident thing right out the window. Uh, the trial also revealed that Vincent had texted Tanya while he was driving with Joanna in his trunk saying, quote, miss you loads. It's boring here without you. That's so <laughs> fucked. Yeah. According to his search history, when the story slowly started leaking out into the press, he began frantically Googling Joanna's name looking for updates on the case. Um, so he he thought that where he dumped the body, like it would decompose in the snow basically like he really thought they'd never find her you're also like, what a fucking moron, as <laughs> yeah. i said before yeah um oh shit i put the same line in there twice. i definitely thought you froze i was like oh, no we no froze. no i did it danielle we're like you know how you always write like she was 25 when she turned 25 yeah. i literally wrote the part about the googling two different ways i don't know um <laughs> You just had so, a uh, moment. <laughs> I did. At the end of the three-week tri- trial, the jury could not come to a unanimous decision for some dumb reason, but they did come to a majority 10-2 to decision, finding him guilty of murder and not the lesser manslaughter charge. Uh, Vincent took the stand and apologized to Joanna's family for, quote, putting them through a week of hell. A week. Just a week. Of hell. Just a week. Not like the rest of their lives or anything. Yeah. Um, the judge, Mr. Justice Fields, uh, spoke at the sentencing saying, quote, in my view, you are very dangerous. In my opinion, you are thoroughly deceitful, dishonest and manipulative, like sick burn. Um, Vincent was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole for at least 20 years, although hopefully that never happens. Uh, this is me trying to end it on a positive note because Christmas. Uh, so the landlord, Chris Jeffries, ended up successfully suing both the Daily Mail and the Daily Record for their headlines about him during the investigation. Good. He said he said that the negative press attention completely impacted his life until the real murderer had been caught. And like even afterwards, he would get some people like scoffing at him in the grocery store and stuff because people like still think he was involved simply because he was the first reporter. face. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, Mr. Jeffrey says that his neighbors were harassing him and the press would follow him around like a celebrity almost, like hounding him for information about the case. So he ended up winning the lawsuit and was awarded a, quote, undisclosed sum. I hope it was like a shit ton of money. I hope it was. Yeah. Good for him. So that was me trying to end it on like a quasi happy note i guess <laughs> just a little one not... <laughs> i tried poor guy. like he's just like sitting there like thinking he's doing the right thing and everyone's just like yeah he's him. literally the neighborhood watch and like i could imagine like he was probably like sad you know what i mean mm-hmm. being brought in for questioning and stuff and they kept him for a few days like f- four or five days or something like that who fucking stupid he's like i'm just the neighborhood watch leave me alone yeah i'm literally doing your job for you, you fucking cops jesus <laughs> That's but yeah, nice. that was me uh, attempting to be festive. I don't like your festive. I don't like my festive either, really to be sad. quite honest. <laughs> that was really fucking sad. I should have done the Psycho Santa. Right? What did I do last year? I did like funny ones, didn't I? Yeah, it was, it was like... the guy that dressed up as um, Santa and like stole a bunch of weed or something. Yeah, yeah. those were funny. I like those ones. That's what I got to go back to. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring those back. But I'm doing something kind of festive too. Yay! We're going to talk about a haunted Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. Fun, right? So, in December 2020, the Merritt family received a vintage doll carriage. So, this was literally last year. Yeah. Um, from Whitney Merritt. Because 2020 wasn't bad enough, they also got a haunted Christmas present, <laughs> right? <laughs> Her mother was like, fuck you, here's some ghosts. Um, so Whitney Merritt's mother um, bought them this Christmas gift. Her mother apparently got it from a friend who like got it from a friend and then it was like passed down to Whitney. Um, the Merritt family had just recently moved into their no- new home in Brandon, Mississippi. Uh, so the present sat under the tree for a few days. The Merritt family had their Christmas and everything went normal. They had a great time. And then things started to get really weird at the beginning of the new year. It started with just random bangs in the walls. Whitney said on two separate occasions that it, um, that the bangs were so loud they thought someone was at, like, their front door. And one oh. time it happened at midnight, so she opened the door and, like, there was, like, no one there. So she was like, what the fuck? Um, they figured it's cold, the house is older, it's probably just, like, settling, and it's, like, their new home, right? So they really have no it's idea. It's never just that. It's never. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's either it's a fucking ghost or it's teenagers banging on your door like (laughs) (laughs) i think that's just you (laughs) that's just me okay guys it's just me um so then the bangs got um, louder and more frequent they started hearing noises in the attic as well so one night the noises in the attic were so loud that whitney's husband michael grabbed his shotgun because america and flashlight (laughs) i say that joke twice in the script so don't get mad at me get ready guys get ready And then grabbed his flashlight and headed up to the attic. So he fully expected someone to be up there um, just because that's how loud the noises were. And that's what it just seemed like. Um, But when Michael got up there, there was no one there. So there was no one squatting in the attic. Nothing. There was just... He didn't get to shoot anybody. He didn't get to shoot anybody. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't pull that... What was that writer that shot the fucking board? Oh my god, what the hell is his name? On the tip of my tongue. I don't know this reference. I just said it in like a couple episodes ago whatever the guy who shot the fucking board and said it was a rat that dude um i'm, I'm like remembering the episode apartment. oh my god what was his name uh god was it charles dickens <laughs> no it wasn't no um uh booth booth no not booth no no <laughs> who was it no he was like a president or something wasn't he no the writer oh. it's the guy that went bankrupt oh my god what the fuck was his name 
Oh, I remember the episode too. It was and the then, House like, of haunts- Death episode. I'm fucking googling it. Do it. <laughs> oh my god, it's Mark fucking hour. Twain. I don't know why that Mark took Twain. so long. That took so long. It's embarrassing. You should have thought Shania, and then <laughs> I know. And now I'm always gonna say Mark Twain. It's always gonna be. It's always gonna be him. Um. So that was all just in the first week into the new year. So they started with these like small bangs and then two days later it started with the attic and it just kind of like progressed from there. Um, So this is now the second week. So one morning around 3 a.m. Whitney was awoken by a very loud noise. Um, She said she thought her dog like ran through a window or like like the window through the door. It was just that loud. Jesus. Yeah. So Whitney grabbed her handgun because America. (laughs) To shoot her dog? I think my dog injured itself. I should get the gun. <laughs> get the gun. Um, so she grabbed Jesus. her hand. <laughs> and, oh my god! We're, we're, I don't want know why people listen to us because someone out there's like these jokes aren't funny. And I'm like, come on! Um, but like, there's so many people that think they are. <laughs> um, so again, she grabbed her handgun and went on a hunt around their house and found nothing. So she went back to bed, hopefully storing her handgun properly. <laughs> And the next morning, just like in the bedside table, like it's fine. Um, So the next morning she went into the kitchen and found a bag on the floor. So the bag had two broken mugs in it, which Whitney had purchased the previous day. Um, Whitney said there was no way the bag could have landed there. It was like two to three feet away from like a table or a counter. So she said she placed it on the table. So there was no way it could have gone. So it's almost like it was like shoved off the table. Yeah, or like picked up and like dropped there wow that's my biggest fucking pet peeve though like if you come home from shopping take the shit out of your bags and put it away yeah why would you leave mugs out on the table right? like what'd you buy them for right cough cough Stuart. like just <laughs> come on um, i'm like even on like christmas day when i open my gifts i will literally just like either put like put the clothes in the wash to be clean and then like put everything away and like the various shelves and stuff and my i hate leaving yeah. shit out like that like, i can't one time Stuart came home from like a bag from his mom's because she got him like some sweaters that bag sat there for like literally two months i'm like i'm not touching it it's not mine it's sometimes i like to see how long things can sit there and it's like it takes a lot of self-control because like the the type a part of me wants to just like get rid of it but i'm also just like seeing how long it lasts to determine how much i can yell at him you know? it could be like 50 years <laughs> yeah exactly eventually i usually end up getting rid of it because i just can't yeah. i can't you open the bag it's just like all moths flying everywhere you're like cool <laughs> been this long. <laughs> but yeah just put your shit away and you won't have ghost breaking mugs let me just say that yeah um so literally the next morning around the same time 3 a.m another loud bang so whitney ran into the kitchen i assume handgun in hand and <laughs> <laughs> and found another mug shattered on the floor american flag in the other (laughs) sorry can we just start like start singing their like national anthem i don't know it (laughs) i don't even know ours the first part yeah Yeah, i don't know ours so oh my god this is so off topic again but did your elementary school have like a like a techno version of o canada no oh my god not that i remember there's like a few people on the internet who post it, and I was like, I thought mine was the only school that did that. <laughs> I like send it to you. I don't. They, people don't have to. They don't do that anymore, right? Where you have to stand at your desk and. I have no idea, to be honest. I don't think they do it. I'm like, why couldn't we live in that time? Where you why did I have to do it? It's I'm stupid. not patriotic. Like it's, it's stupid. It's a waste of my fucking time. Give me back my ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, that being said, how many days did we go to school? <laughs> True. I mean, like never. Or like the all the times you'd show up late and like the 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 
the anthem i forgot what the fucking thing was called the anthem is like playing in the hall and you get stopped by like miss true and be like you have to stand still in the hallway i'm like i'm just trying to fucking get to class but now i'm just being later like like what do you want from me um (laughs) anyways totally off topic go back um so she ran into the kitchen found another mug shattered on the floor it was also in a bag so whitney cleaned it up and started to walk back to her room when she heard what sounded like cutlery dropping into the sink she went back to the kitchen but found nothing creepy yeah um so the same week a dream catcher and a lamp that was in their daughter's room fell onto the floor apparently it happened more than once and one time after cleaning it up both michael and whitney were like walking back to their bedroom and the bathroom door in front of them just like slammed closed michael yeah michael (laughs) opened the bathroom door but found no one so the next day the family was in the living room so this was like during the day when one of like the kids toys just started playing music it's like when it was like a little creepy like toys like no thank you um, well, which movie there's a movie where the thing starts playing music downstairs that's like one of the creepiest scenes to me it's one of those like do you uh movies out there that do that oh i don't watch a whole lot so it, there's only one to me there's only one. <laughs> i feel like it's probably like paranormal activity or something like that i think it's that one yeah. I, they go downstairs to try to see why it's playing probably i remember that I feel like it's probably that it's just the suspense of that Ooh. all those paranormal activity movies they're good but they all just blend together so i forget which one's which yeah um so they checked the toy and the switch was like turned off but it was still playing music so there's no reason why it should be playing yeah so i guess michael works nights um so that like same evening um whitney because i think he was like asleep during that time so whitney went to go wake up her husband for work Uh, he came down to the kitchen while whitney was tidying up so she wasn't like in the kitchen but she saw like him go into the kitchen um and so apparently he made some coffee whitney like asked him a question from the other room and he didn't answer so she asked again and he ignored her and left the room and went upstairs and she was like what the fuck why are you ignoring me so she went up like went up to the bedroom to go get him and she found him sleeping um so whitney swears it was him but michael said he never got up ew i hate that so he like it was he's like i haven't gotten up yet like i'm still just laying here Uh, yeah so the next day whitney went to go get groceries with her kid so they had they all together had three kids so two the two other kids one was at like their grandparents and the second was at school and then the one was with her so michael was at home and whitney received a call from michael who asked her if paxton was home and whitney was like no he's at school so paxton was like the older one oh, okay so he's at school so whitney went home and michael she, like at the time on the phone he was just like okay whatever so when she got home michael said um he was laying in bed when he heard the front door close and then a few seconds after he heard pax doors close so he saw he thought it was like his son's room um oh. so he got up and or no sorry he then he heard like knocking on the walls um I don't know how you can tell, like, what doors are which, like, closing, but apparently those were the two doors that closed. Um, (laughs) So, Michael called out Paxton's name, but there was no answer. So, he got up and found the light on in his son's room. The Xbox was also on, and there was a bottle of water that got knocked over, and it was, like, slowly, like, spilling out, like, onto the floor. Um, Michael and Whitney were like, what the fuck is going on? Because no one was, that was, like, unexplained. No one was home. Um, and they talked about it and somehow they figured out that everything started once they got this vintage baby carriage into their home. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided to put it outside and everything apparently just stopped. So there was no more doors opening, no more knocking, no more loud noises from the attic, like nothing. It just like completely stopped. Wow. I don't know how they figured that out, but they did. Um, so the- I mean, creepy old item that came from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. You can never <laughs> trust those items, you guys, ever. 
Um, so they decided to keep it in their garage, and Whitney actually put it on Facebook Marketplace for sixty-five bucks. <laughs> she's like, "This bitch!" She just like goes to her mom, like, "Sorry, mom, great gift, but I'm selling it." Yeah. Um. So she apparently in the in the ad she did disclose that it is haunted. So whoever bought it needs to be aware of that. Whitney also found out through her mom that the original owner of the carriage had been actually killed in a motorcycle accident a year prior to that. Yeah, so Whitney believes that this is the person she saw in her kitchen when she originally thought it was her husband. Um, Was it, like, a dude that died? Yeah, it was a guy. Because that that could be, like, he just wanted to play Xbox, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that girls can't play Xbox, but I just associate it with young men for some reason. I mean, it's fair. It's definitely fair. Yeah. (laughs) And she said she saw a man in her kitchen. She thought it was her husband. that's weird. Right? So, the family had no issues since the carriage has been out of the home, and I believe they went um, around their home, like, also, like, burning sage and stuff, just to get all, like, (laughs) the bad vibes out of there. Same. (laughs) The, this my favorite picture is always like when you burn sage in your home and then you realize that you are the bad energy yeah <laughs> like, me <laughs> there's one where it's like uh when you're burning sage and your boyfriend tells you to stop because it's making him itchy or something you're like damn right it is demon get out of my house <laughs> so fair <laughs> i love that. i haven't seen that one that's awesome um, i see it all the time on twitter next time i'll send it to you because i'm probably butchered it <laughs> i mean it's fair and i also don't have twitter so i appreciate that <laughs> so um again they have no issues and it ended up so she ended up actually selling it on ebay for 710 dollars. shut up yeah so there was a bidding war for it because um there ended up being so i guess like word got out on facebook marketplace about it being haunted and then like mm-hmm. a news like outlet started like reporting on it so it just like escalated so there was a bidding war for this item a woman in kansas won the bid and she's like obsessed with the paranormal so she paid 710 dollars for this item wow yeah so yeah i think like adding haunted made it more valuable that was smart as like if she just like kept it under wraps and didn't say anything she'd probably only get that 65 bucks not even yeah so right off the bat that's hilarious right because even like looking at it i'm like i would never want to buy that like we're yeah. gonna post a picture of like i never fucking want to buy that um so right off the bat people are like the story's made up so they could sell this carriage for a pretty penny which is yeah. like a fair argument because um the way it looks like i wouldn't want that in, like i said i wouldn't want it in my house and just like a ratty old piece of garbage <laughs> no offense whitney <laughs> at the same time she's like she's so she's quoted saying and i quote i didn't want to say any of this out loud because it sounds you know i know how it sounds i'm not stupid i know how it sounds but you know it is what it is end quote so she <laughs> she repeated she i said a whole lot of nothing <laughs> yeah she kept saying i know how it sounds i know how it sounds so she said yeah. she knows that it sounds crazy and she says she's genuinely being honest that this is what happened and like it stopped as soon as they got rid of that thing in their house at the same time, my brain's like, I would want to sell that carriage for as much as I could. Let's make up a story behind it. But like, <laughs> Do you, I wonder, is there a follow up on uh, the people who bought it? I wasn't able to find anything now. I would love to see a follow up because right? that would be the, the make or break right there. I mean, if they did make up the story, they got 700 bucks for that fucking item and good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Good make your money. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. But if it's actually haunted, I'm really upset that I didn't, I like missed out on that bid because I would have bought it too. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in my house. I would just buy it. It'd be in the garage. <laughs> I just add it to all the other fucking shit that goes on in my house. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I found that website that I sent you the, uh, like the oddity store downtown yeah. Toronto. And, uh, I was going through it with Carl and they have, uh, like shrunken heads and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I jokingly was like, I want to buy one. I don't want to buy one. 
And Carl fucking lost it. He's like, I don't need those bad vibes in my house. <laughs> I'm going to buy you one for Christmas. He's like, he's like, you're allowed to have dead things, but I have a line. <laughs> I think when you guys like move out, I'm going to actually get you one. That'll be our house. Just to piss off Carl. <laughs> I love it. I honestly don't think I would keep one in my house. Yeah. I was mostly the. I, I love like taxidermy and stuff, but yeah. I have no interest in human remains. I that's you fair. Know, do you? You do, do you? You? <laughs> you shrink your head if you want. But yeah. But yeah. Well, that was that was weird. We both said, but yeah, at the same time. <laughs> but yeah. That was a little bit higher spirited than mine. So right. we'll end on a, on a high note there. And like, also, if anyone wants to buy me a haunted Christmas gift, please do. By it. all means, yeah, yeah, I'll accept that. Send us an email, tell us what your haunted thing is, and then we'll tell you where to send it. Exactly. Do that. <laughs> we should probably go over the Christmas schedule. Oh, yeah. I sound like I'm in a meeting. Let's circle back to the Christmas Let's schedule. Let's circle back, you guys. Um, um, we're taking Christmas so it's, off. It's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. We're tired. We want a break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this episode comes out the 20th. You're listening to it now. There will be no episode on the 27th. Mm-hmm. zero episodes on the 27th and we will be back on the third question mark yeah yeah we'll be back on the third is that the first so- <laughs> yeah the third we're really bad at things <laughs> i'm not looking at a calendar right now that's my argument i i'm looking at a calendar and i'm still struggling <laughs> um so yeah no episode on the 27th this is uh your last episode until the new year so merry christmas uh happy, happy holidays. new year Whatever you celebrate, we hope it's great. If you don't um, celebrate, then I hope you have a nice time off and you get to sleep in at some point. And if you don't have time off, then, like, I'm just so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Come hang um, out with us because I, I'll i be up 24-7 anyways because that's the way I'm a person. <laughs> um, I'm planning on getting absolutely bombed for 11 oh, days straight. Gosh. I'm off work for 11 days. I bought so much booze. I don't think I'm going to drink it all, but I bought so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> Stuart went to the so our we have like a liquor store in Ontario and it's called the LCBO. It's like the liquor board of Ontario. Oh yeah, I get I forget that that's not everywhere. No, and uh, that's the only place we can buy pretty much buy booze. You can do it at grocery stores now too, but yeah, the LCBO is government run, but you can buy rapid tests there now. Well, you don't buy them. Yeah, you can, like, get no, they're free. free. Yeah, uh, they're doing all sorts of blitzes uh, somewhere along the tunnel downtown, like you know the underground tunnel to mm-hmm. get from. Uh, they have them like set up there too, free ones. Fun. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it would be even cooler if they put free ones in schools and stuff. But yeah, you know, that too. we'll take what we could get. Yeah. <laughs> LCBO is way more important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we just hope everybody has a great, safe, healthy, happy holiday and all that jazz. This is yeah. hurting me to say I'm not the most festive of people. And I hope, have a good New Year because I guess we won't talk to you guys until the New Year. Yeah, we won't see you till the New Year. So like. Here's to hoping 2022 is better. I just hoping we don't blow up. I, I yeah, think. this is where I've set in my expectation. Here's to the world not blowing up. <laughs> yeah, that. So we'll see you. Oh no, wait, we didn't drop our socials. Oh, you fuck. guys know our oh, socials. Oh my god, Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. Twitter's a spooky hour, and email is the spooky hour podcast six 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 at gmail Bye. Okay, that's it. Bye. Stay spooky. Stay Bye. spooky. <laughs>